0: Hi, I'm City of Ride Councillor Penny Pedersen. Thank you for joining me and tuning in to the Make a Stand Against Abuse podcast series. In this podcast series, we're going to learn about domestic violence and abuse, hear the experiences of survivors, and find out more about domestic and family abuse support services. Most importantly, we'll learn what we can do to find help for ourselves, family, friends, and community members who are experiencing abuse looking
1: back on it i was in a kind of fog for years i had no idea that the things he was doing like checking my emails yelling at me following me was actually domestic violence i'd never heard the word gaslighting all i knew was that I had to work out what I was doing wrong and that things had to get back to normal. But I'd lost track of what normal was. When we'd got married, everything was great. We bought a nice house, then we had baby Emily, who was completely gorgeous. We had good jobs. And he was a really gentle, lovely man. He adored me. He said so. And then it changed just gradually. He started making nasty comments about my friends. Then he didn't like something my brother said. Then he said that none of my family had ever liked him and he was sick of their hypocrisy. He was always the victim. And I felt like I had to fix it. But eventually the problem was me. What I wore looked ridiculous. The things I said were stupid. He'd yell things like, how the hell did I end up with you? What fucking use are you? And there was little Emily taking it all in. I wanted to buy new clothes so I'd look nice, but he said, forget it. He said I should stop wasting his money and learn how to sew. It was our money, but the accounts were in his name. Because when we got married, he said, I'll look after all that. And I said, "Okay," because he adored me, didn't he? So now I had to beg for every cent. I thought, where the hell has my husband gone? I'd ask him, what have I done wrong? He loved how bewildered I was. In the end, it was like we were living in two realities. He was a monster in private, but charming out in public. People said what a great couple we were, and that completely messed me up so I stopped seeing anyone. It was just easier. Anyway, I realized he checked my emails when I was out because I found some he'd trashed. I found out later I'd been invited to all sorts of things, going back years. I had no idea. I went from being a confident, outgoing person to this kind of shadow. I had no opinion about anything. I couldn't make a single decision. If he'd told me it was night time at 11am, I would have just thought, yeah, okay. My friend Trish knew something was up, but he listened to my phone calls, so I just said everything was fine. That's what I told everyone. Yeah, I'm fine, just a bit tired. I was exhausted. Work was good because I got a break, although he kept texting me. I remember he sent one saying, you know I'd never hit you. I mean, God almighty. But I was still wondering, how can I change him back? What can I do? Round about when Emily turned seven, he started calling her your daughter. It was just creepy. He said to me in front of her, I hope your daughter isn't going to be ugly like you. I'd say daddy's just joking, sweetheart. Then one Saturday I got home from shopping and he'd asked who I'd been talking to outside Woolies. I said, are you following me now? Then he whacked me right across the face. Emily burst into tears and I felt so ashamed because she'd seen it. And it was my fault for provoking him. I thought, I have to stop talking back. It was the only solution I could come up with. Then, when he bought me a necklace, I thought, well, maybe he really is sorry. We had a lovely, peaceful week. Then I had a drink with a workmate. And when I got home, he pinned me against the wall and punched me in the mouth. Emily started wailing, and I saw him turn to her and pull back his fist. My husband was about to punch our daughter. And that was it. I grabbed her, ran outside, and rang Trish. I could barely speak. Five minutes later, she drove up and Emily and I piled in. He didn't try and stop us. He had his public image to think about. We got to Trish's and she sat us down. She showed me a card and said, ''We're ringing this number.'' I looked at it and said, ''This is a domestic violence hotline.'' She said, ''That's right.'' And I just went, ''Oh, my God.''
0: Thank you for listening. I hope we've given you the information you need to seek help and an understanding of abuse and violence so that you can help others.